0: Six. The cleft. It was completely black. He could not use his light because both hands were working the fucking shaft of his huge (laughs) Oh God, bro, what are you doing? Let's just get through this Six. Six. The cleft. It was completely black. He could not use his light because both hands were working the The shaft was black It was completely (laughs) Six. The cleft It was completely black. He could not use his light because both hands were working the rope. They lowered him slowly and he held himself away from the rock surface with his feet. But it was a slow, tense business. Occasionally, he would begin to twist on the end of the rope and he would reach out with his hand to grip the rock. It was sharp and he cut himself. Hello and welcome to For Christ's Sake, Season 3, Episode Whatever. Uh, This is the third book we're narrating for you. Uh, or running through for you or whatever we're doing with these books for you, summarising them and sort of talking about them and eating toast and tea. This is Easy Go. That's the book we're talking about. Uh, my name's Hugh and Hunt. And uh, why well, do you have a vodka with you and some shit? And I've got some toast and some tea. And um, our uh, treasure hunters have uh, found a little cleft in a mountain, after... Oh, who cares? Come on. After not finding some shit up until this point, now they found this cleft. And they are got to investigate it. Who cares so it's a small fuck. cleft in the mountain, so unlike the ledge, only one person can really be accommodated on it at any one time. So they lower one man at a time, in, in the first instance, Pierce, to investigate. Um, and he... he Realises that the the floor of the ledge of the cleft is uh, soft sand. And he starts digging away at it. And eventually he discovers a man-made ledge underneath. Who gives a shit? Come on, bro. We're nearly there. We've got to get through the end of this book at least.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we left off with them uh, going on the cleft where the tomb... They have uh, triangulated the tomb to beam. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is this is a chapter that doesn't have a lot to it. Um, basically, uh, they start digging there. Pierce starts digging. And they switch in shifts after one of them gets tired. And what do they do? They uh, uncover a staircase. <laughs> That's pretty much it. There's not really much uh, character in this one. Okay, so to keep himself entertained, or rather to try and keep up
0: a rhythm as Crichton describes it, at one point, Pierce starts uh, humming Dixie to himself.
1: It's pretty weird. How does Dixie go? Like, you might need to illuminate our non-American listeners. I have no idea. I'm sorry to say. Okay, never mind. Let's let's look up a Um, uh, YouTube, let's look up a YouTube, uh, song for it. Alright. Let's see.
0: And we'll both try and sing it live while we're listening to it. Well, it's just, it's just like a
1: tune. We're gonna, like, whistle it or hum it. Okay. Yeah. The fuck?
0: What's this? None of this is, I wish I was in Dixieland. There's a Confederate song called that.
1: Dixie Union version? Yeah, this is not familiar
0: the fuck is it the Union version we should do or the Confederate version I don't
1: know I mean, it should be the Confederate one I think I wish I was a Dixieland
0: yeah so I've got that one traditional song traditional
1: <coughs> American right
0: am which one are you
1: doing Conf- The Confederate I I song. dash I wish I was a Dixie yeah I've got that one too all right Three, two, one.
0: Just give me a second. Got an ad. It won't let me skip it. 15 seconds. All right. Ready? No. Ready?
1: Yes. Oh, God. Big Confederate flag. It's going to be great (laughs) for my YouTube recommendation. Three, two, one, go. Go.
0: Yeah, this is probably the one. I've heard this before. Or it just sounds generic folk twiddle. was in Dixieland. Oh, wow anyway so he does this
1: uh he sings this song and kato is like hey man he's like whoopsie daisy so and then what does he switch to he shifts countries all together seen matilda uh,
0: i don't know what that is to a continent that is kind of familiar to me mm. kind of close to the to the bone gourmet Nope, australia what it's an australian folk song really in fact it's often a candidate for the new national anthem of australia for people who are sick of advanced australia fair <coughs> all right now i got now we got to do the waltzy matilda well i know how it goes i can just sing it straight off the bat okay. for you okay then do that and i'll do it once a jolly swag man camped by the river bank under the shade of a Cooler a tree And he right, hey, and he watched And he waited for his billy boy oh, you come a-waltzing Matilda with me <laughs> Waltzing Matilda Waltzing Matilda you come I a-waltzing you know, Matilda with I me you know, So the melody you know, is based on you know, um, existing you know, folk songs of the time So it's not I don't think the melody is original to Australia It's probably like an Irish drinking tune or something but it is quite a famous Australian lyric At least <clears throat> I guess he was just humming it so he wasn't seeing the lyrics So it just would have been no. like <laughs>
1: Dig <laughs> Dig
0: Mm-hmm, 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 dig. Okay. Mm-hmm, I don't know why you would do this. Mm-hmm, I, think, dig.
1: I feel like it could make it way harder to to dig properly.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not quite the ry- rhythm you want either. It's too, it's too like Folky dokey melodic, you know. Mm. So is Dixie for that matter?
1: Yeah, and I, I just feel like I would want silence when you're doing a test like that, unless you're like whistling to something, you know.
0: He should be doing, like, Staying Alive. Um, um well, yeah, he's doing, like, CPR. Yeah, like CPR. He should have anticipated the writing of that song
1: some decade later. That would be a great, like, twist of that, this book. Like, Well, the Crichton leave. anticipated No, no, alive. that, that uh, Pure actually Barry Gibb. <laughs> Barry Gibb was alive uh, in that yeah, time. Yeah. He would have been was, in Australia. He, was, he stayed alive. He was staying a Did you know that?
0: He would have been in Australia as a little kid. No, I didn't know that. Nor do I care. They were what, this, originally this from the England. Was, they, this guy was knighted? They emigrated to Australia when they were young. And they were first famous in Australia before they went international.
1: God, the so, knighthood bus is like the cheapest honor if, if fucking Barry can be knighted. <laughs> All right, he wrote some good songs. Name one. I quite like some of their songs. Stay in a while. Stay a uh. All right. Um, So yeah, like I said, they. I think they're a great kitsch pop act. I don't know if grades kind of pushed it, but that's the end of the chapter, right? They find the (laughs) staircase. Yep.
0: Cool. And then we're up to part three. I guess that's a fitting point to stop.
1: Apparently, uh, Gib was really good friends with uh, Michael Jackson. (laughs) Of course. They both had high voices.
0: They Like <laughs> like When they couldn't access fresh children, they would just speak in high voices to one another and it would kind of... Yeah, pretend. And hmm.
1: One of them would masturbate. Yeah, like <laughs> over the phone <laughs> if they are on tour or something. <laughs> All right, I think, that's, uh, I think that's the only logical place for us to end the chapter today, so thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were even still recording. <laughs> Goodbye!